0: Welcome to the Jammiest Bits of Jam Storytelling Podcast, where we share short stories, rough
1: drafts, really, based on a theme and given on a dare. We're your hosts, Christina Kishbot and Cassie Soliday. We're still inside.
0: Still social distancing. Mm -hmm. I've been seeing some really amazing uh, memes and like short videos online. Of like, I really love the one of the guy doing um, di- like Disney s- songs like just snippets um, but rewriting them to fit the whole social distancing st- mm-hmm, safer at mm-hmm. home stuff
1: yeah there's some good I mean this couldn't have gone like if we if it was like 95 and this happened like we'd, we'd be so bored you know you mean 1995 yeah Yeah. Because we wouldn't have, like, you know, memes and, like, we wouldn't have, like, there's still content being made every day Mm -hmm. because of social media. So I think everyone should just be a little more grateful for it. Yes, it ruins lives. Yes, it's (laughs) a mess. But guess what? You're laughing during a global pandemic. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. I've definitely been reading more a lot lately, too, which has been nice,
1: you know, in between my anxiety naps.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I realized the other day that I have not hung out with a female person in a month.
0: <laughs> like, wow.
1: Like, in person, you know, like, yeah. obviously social distancing, but, like, I've only been in the presence of men.
0: Yeah. And, and for yeah, context, your roommates are guys. M-R-E-A. Okay, I yeah. know. Yeah. But,
1: well, yes, yes. My roommates are guys. My boyfriend is a guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember I dared you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what I did to you? Yeah, I did.
0: Because I wrote it. Uh, you did. <laughs> uh, We're staying on the topic of Disneyland, which you wrote about last time. And you dared me to write about a magical moment. And boy have I delivered in my my opinion. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait. Okay, great. We'll just hop right into it then. Yes, please. I'm going for a ride. Bernice called out to her husband and kids as she sprinted out the door, determined to not look back. Finally, a moment to get away. She wasn't going to waste it now. The big, sweet eyes of her little ones are too appealing to leave once locked in on. Daddy was home. Now Bernice gets a break. She almost frolics into the barn, so excited, grabbing her bridle from the nail on the wall. She looks over at her saddle for a moment, but decides to let it go. The less time it takes to get onto Smokey and out onto the trail, the better. Every minute counts. The barn is small with only two stalls, one for her horse, Smokey, and the other to store hay to feed him. Once he had knocked down the divider between the stalls to get more hay, but Bernice hadn't noticed for days because she was on autopilot. Conference calls from home, taking care of the kids, prepping meals in her mind, and in the kitchen. She felt bad she hadn't noticed. But Smokey never complains. He is a horse, and horses don't talk. But isn't it funny how owners love talking to their animals and they respond in their own animal way? When Bernice approaches Smokey's stall, he has his head in a dark corner. A fly lands on his back, and his coat shivers it back off. My love, Bernice says upon seeing that beautiful coat. Smokey lifts his head and turns the lock eyes with hers instantly. His head lands into her arms. He nuzzles her armpit, his way of saying I love you too, she thinks. She slips his bridle on and opens the stall door to lead him out onto the trailhead behind the barn. As she steps on a barrel to hop onto Smokey's back, she can see out of the corner of her eye someone coming out the back door of the house. Bernice, can you come help me find the- Feeling Smokey's massive muscle between her thighs, Bernice squeezes hers to nudge Smokey to go. Knowing very well that if she gets off now, she won't be back another day or week or more to write again, Smokey takes off. Finally, they have each other all to themselves. At a gentle pace, Bernice hugs Smokey's lower belly with her heels so she won't fall off as he gallops along the dirt path around the family acreage. The sun is shining. It's almost the golden hour where rays filter through the red leaves of fall, and make for great photos. Bernice hasn't taken photos of herself or the family in ages, probably as long as it has been since she got her hair dyed last. Giving everything to everyone around her, this ride is the one thing, within her reach right outside her home, that she can't seem to make time for. Remember when I was in college, Smokey? We went riding almost every weekend, but with work and a family, I just... I miss this. I miss being with you. I miss you. Smokey Nays. almost like he was saying, I miss you too. Sometimes I look out the window and see your silhouette in the shadows of the barn and just long to leave it all. Go ride. Go on an adventure. Somewhere. Anywhere. Smokey Nays in agreement. Oh, you want to know my favorite us moment? I have to say that night we rode so far... We got tired and just slept on the ground. The sky was so clear, so far away from town. You could see all the stars. Smokey nays. And when I woke up, you had gathered all these sticks for me, which was like, um, okay. (laughs) But it was still so sweet. I really don't need anything except your company. No one could ever replace my love for you, Smokey. You're the love of my life. Bernice leans over to kiss Smokey's mane. Suddenly she hears a low voice. I've waited so long for you to say that. Bernice looks around, startled, but there's no one there. She calls down the empty trail. Who's there? The love of your life. Bernice slips off the horse in surprise. She grabs Smokey's muzzle and looks into his eyes. A fly lands on his eyelid. He speaks again. My days aren't complete without you, Bernice. Bernice, still startled, grins sweetly. My days aren't complete without you, Smokey. She holds his head close. He nuzzles his nose into her armpit. I've always loved you, Smokey. But what I didn't realize is that I am in love with you. Smokey Naze.
1: Wait. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: so happy with (laughs) this story. (laughs) It's, like, I'm, like, insane over this.
1: So, um, basically, that was, like, the beginning of, um, like, some furry porn or something. No! I mean, (laughs) you can take what you
0: want, but that was not the intention.
1: What's the intention?
0: (laughs) She was having a mental breakdown, clearly. (laughs) I just love that like i don't know people love their horses like so much i mean it's like loving a pet but like this pet you can hop onto and like literally go run away really fast and leave everything behind you (laughs) and so for someone (laughs) for someone who is like went down the path most you know people do getting a job, having kids, having a family, and then having less time for yourself, depending on, you know, your self-care habits and time management skills. And so, like, um, clearly what I would try, and well, I don't know if it's clear, but my intention was to put enough in there to make it kind of like, okay, so she's a busy person, you know, sometimes it's days between when she gets into the barn, you know, so... This is a special time when she can get away and have a moment with her horse and to herself. But um, yeah, so she just kind of like has like a breaking point moment. Um, talking to herself with the horse. And um, by the end, like the reason I end the story with Smoky Nays and not like, before, where I'd be like almost like he was saying "I miss you too," like smoky nays. and I was hoping that would be like he's horses don't talk, you know,
1: uh-huh. to be like
0: that wasn't my intention that he was actually talking to her. It's like what she wishes he could say because she loves him so much,
1: and he's like right, you know, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I love it. I thought it was written really well. I um, thanks. thanks. The first I will tell you that the first time I thought is this a porno was early on.
0: Yeah, when it said uh, with his muscle between her thighs. Yes.
1: Yeah, I was so, like,
0: wow. <laughs> I definitely like. I need to rewrite that because I. It's not. I don't think it's a a muscled area. See, I know. I need to look up horse anatomy. I. That's just what I wrote for now. But I wanted it to kind of like lean that way a little bit Mm -hmm. but like when you're on a horse you're literally like the horse is literally between your thighs you know what i mean right and like um and to stay on without a saddle you have to you have to like tighten your thighs around the horse's Mm -hmm. back you know and its belly Mm -hmm. so it's like so it's that's (laughs) i wanted to say it like weird to kind of catch attention so Yeah, I might need to like finesse that line though. So it's not so, so erotic so quickly. But like, that was the intention was to be like, oh.
1: Ooh, what's going on with this horse? Mm, Well, (laughs) um, no, I love the idea of like the escapism of um, literally being able to jump onto your best friend. (laughs) Yeah. Right away from your life, um, if only momentarily, mm-hmm. and that is truly a magical moment, I think. I thought so, too. It was very, like, visual. I could visualize it very well, because the way you wrote it, so.
0: Nice. Good, I'm glad. Um, I definitely had a lot of fun writing this. I was laughing when I was, like, outlining it. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, because basically it was um i can read you my little outline it was like so super simple but a woman and her horse during a beautiful golden afternoon ride right across the countryside the originally she was going to be single and she was venting about dating troubles but says that no one could replace her horse the love of her life and the horse begins serenading the woman in the voice of bing crosby and the woman questions whether she loves her horse or is in love with her horse but i couldn't figure out how to get the singing in there and i was like if it was like audio, I would totally do it. But since it's just a short story, I was like, maybe, maybe just have him
1: talk to her. Yeah, that's hilarious. I love it. Um, Crosby, the... lol. The... Well. Me too. Um, but it was great. Thanks. All right.
0: So I get to dare you now. I dare you to write a short piece on. The theme
1: Hellbent. I'm excited. That sounds fun. I'm glad you're excited. Is this this my last one for the season? It is. (gasps) Okay, I'll make it great. Okay, you better. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I look forward to hearing it. Yes, okay, everyone, stay safe. Um, and we'll get through this together.
0: This episode of the Jammiest Bits of Jam Storytelling Podcast was produced by Christina and Cassie. Music by the wonderful Grace Sy. Connect with us on Twitter at It's o jam
1: podcast
0: and on facebook if you enjoyed this episode please leave a review we're just like you and run on a healthy dose of compliments as well as constructive criticism
1: to improve the show if commenting on story quality be kind these are rough drafts we hope by sharing these stories and being open about our process and how we word vomit first drafts that you will be encouraged to word vomit your own the most important thing about writing is to write